This show is brought to you by Nice Mug. Nice Mug is the only mug made entirely out of ice. For more information, go to nicemug.com and enter the coupon code SAUNA for 10% off your entire purchase. Hey everybody, this is Glenn of Sauna Times and welcome to another episode of Sauna Talk and this podcast about sauna and often recorded on the sauna bench and uh, this episode we have two gentlemen joining us, um, native Finlanders Risto Sivala and Yuko Sipala and forgive me for a terrible accent but that's the way it is. It's Americanization of these two guys' names. Um, but these, these two gentlemen will be undertaking uh, um, a celebration uh, for the centennial year of Finland's independence. And what better way to do it than uh, traveling North America, the United States, uh, in a mobile sauna. And uh, these guys will be bringing uh, the mobile wood-burning sauna around to many communities around the United States, just strategically um, to different towns where there is uh, often, um, you know, a Finnish presence, um, a Finnish chamber or Finnish uh, community. Um, and they're working in coordination with these local communities uh, to host this sauna um, as, a, as a celebration for 100 years of, of independence. Um, we had a great visit on the bench. It... Uh, You'll hear it. Um, uh, I'm excited for you to check it out and learn more about this traveling sauna um, and, and all these other nuances that we speak about. And the, what I am overjoyed about is the common commonality of sauna, uh, whether you're in Finland or in Minnesota or, or in your own backyard, be it in Seattle or you know, in the mountains of Colorado or maybe in rural place in California somewhere in your own backyard sauna or your, your own authentic sauna, there's some universalities that we speak about, which uh, was really, really neat. Like, for example, these guys in the traveling sauna will be having a simple garden hose shower and simple is better. Could not agree more. What greater, what better way to cool down between sauna rounds than, a, you know, cold water rinse and just uh, chilling out. Um, and there's a couple of asks. Um, uh, Risto um, and, and Yoko are asking for you guys to uh, help uh, help name this sauna, this traveling sauna. So let us know on that. You'll you'll hear that. And um, heck, I, I won't belabor this intro any further than uh, what a pleasure is to meet these guys. You know, I, I share the traveling sauna uh, passion, and um, these guys bring in the sauna on the road. I'm gonna cruise out on the road with these guys in uh, different spots so wherever you may be listening please check uh, the link here um, the website saunatimes.com you'll see the map where these guys are going to be and I hope you get to introduce yourself to them and uh, if you do uh, bring them a beer or maybe uh, just a just a thank you for for their great great generous effort about bringing uh, a mobile sauna around to North America so without further ado, uh, please welcome Risto and Yoko to Santa. 
Okay, well, here we are. We're in the sauna, and I'm sitting with Yoko Sipila, or Yoko, as it's betterly known. Right on. So, Yoko, you've lived in uh, in Minnesota for how long now? Ooh, uh, it's uh, on and off for about 25 years. 25 years. And what what brought you here initially? Um, I was an exchange student in a small town up uh, up north. Whereabouts? In Eagle Bend, Minnesota, which is a great uh, geography question. Yeah. It's by uh, by Alexandria. Then I came yeah. back uh, yeah. back to go to uh, go to college, and then the old uh, boy meets girl story. Ah, uh, got you. You met a Minnesota girl. That I did. Oh, yeah. Well, welcome. Well, that's great. <laughs> what a way to 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 uh, settle your roots in Minnesota, huh? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So. Right, right on. And over to my right, I'm sitting with Resto Resto Zevula. And you're obviously not a native Minnesotan with an accent like that. I am not, but, you know, I have dual citizenship, so I think I can call myself a Minnesotan now. Right on. And how long have you been in our wonderful state? Oh, since 1993. So what is that, 23 years? Yeah, yeah 23. There yeah. you go. And, and what brought you here? Well, kind of the similar story as with Mr. Sipila over there, <laughs> except that... <laughs> Except that I skipped the exchange student part. But but the girl part is a common element? The girl part is a common element, yes. And the big question is, do the girls know and like each other? They've uh, met. They've met. Yeah. yeah. We live on the other side of town. Yes. So I live out west and Risto lives uh, Saint Paul. in St. Paul. So. In the, yeah. Right on, right on. Okay, so raise your hand of who wants to field this question. And the question is, is how did this idea of the traveling sauna begin? And okay, we'll go to Risto. Like Yoko raised his hand and pointed me. Uh, so the, the idea is actually uh, was hatched at the, uh, the Finnish embassy in Washington, D.C. about a year ago. And they floated this idea because, you know, 2017 is the centennial year of fin- Finland's independence. That's right. That's right. Let's do a little bit of political. As I set the computer outside, if I could, Risto, not to interrupt you, but could you give us just a quick little background of Finnish history and independence? Just for context, like oh, 100 years. Oh, man. Do you want to... Okay, well, we're going to sign your partner. <laughs> so you want me to tell 100 years of history in what, 100 seconds or what? No. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, why don't you pipe in, Independence from who and what? Oh, okay. So uh, uh, I guess uh, Finland is one of the Nordic countries, uh, not part of Scandinavia, but one of the Nordic countries. And Finland was part of Sweden until 1805. And then there was a little uh, skirmish between Sweden and Russia. And then things happened and Finland moved to the right, uh, to the east a little bit. And uh, then 1917, um, there was uh, something going on in the world as well. And at that time, uh, there was a coup in, in and, and Russia and uh, Finland gained independence a lot. So was it independence from Russia then? Independence from actually, uh, it was Russia Soviet Union. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Yeah. Soviet Russia. 1917. So the 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 Reds had won already back then, and uh, uh, Lenin was very grateful because he had lived in Finland for a while and decided, well, you guys can go because I have problems to take care of right on right on <laughs> okay so fast forwarding were you guys in washington dc when the concept of travel sauna came about or or was it through the finnish um uh, consulate or the chamber in in washington 
Well, actually, we went there. There was a group of uh, people that and organizations that are in, in established in the Washington D.C. and they came up with this idea that we need to celebrate Finland in the, Finland's independence in the U.S. as well. There's about oh six hundred and fifty thousand people in the U.S. that count themselves as Finns. Right on. In the sense, about six hundred and fifty thousand wow. people. Mm-hmm. How many of those are in Minnesota? Uh, Good chunk. I don't know exactly how many. Yeah, Minnesota, UP, Upper Peninsula, Michigan are the big concentrations. And and how many of those 200,000 married Minnesota girls? (laughs) I think at least two. (laughs) (laughs) No, three. Kukkonen. Yeah, yeah. Kukkonen, okay. Well, yeah. he can't fit on the sauna right. bench, so he's not invited tonight. <laughs> so anyway, so they, they come up with this idea that we need to celebrate and that the groups around the U.S., you know, there's the Finns in Arizona, there's Finns in Seattle, there's Finns in North Carolina. Uh, we all want to celebrate this event and the, the embassy wants to connect all that with something. They wanted to do that, so they came up with this idea that there needs to be something common and they said, well, What's what's something that you know people recognize as Finnish? Can we name anything? Well, I think we're sitting in, uh, in <laughs> right. So you know, Finland doesn't have these brands like Volvo or yeah uh, things like that. That yeah, they're not Heineken, maybe Heineken. So immediately, Holland. so yeah. or the windmills. So you go on a windmill tour, right? right. So one thing that you know we associate to Finland, hopefully, is the sauna. Mm. Not a sauna, sauna. Mm. So then um, they floated this idea out there and, uh, well, took a couple of months and uh, people started to get nervous as to, okay, well, so yeah, it's a good idea, but uh, Mm -hmm. so who's going to do it? Mm -hmm. And then uh, eventually in uh, last February, March, Yoko and I, we decided, well, if nobody else is going to do it, yeah. We can do it. It has to be done. It has to be done. This is this is a Finnish uh, ethos, attitude, wouldn't you say? Yes, yeah, ab- absolutely so. Yeah. It's one of those things, if nobody else can do it, then Priester and I will step up and go on a little, uh, little road trip. A little road trip. <laughs> now, for those of you uh, listening on Sauna Times that with Sauna Talk in the show notes, I'll put the map that, uh, <clears throat> that the, the gentleman here have put together of the tour. I mean, uh, maybe this is another uh, Finnish style where you guys have planned out a route. This is not a random, like, let's just go on a, let's just take this sound on the road. I mean, you guys have put a little bit of thought into the map. And so, uh, so go, go ahead, Risto. Well, we, we did some, we did put some thought in the map and, you know, we came up with an idea that let's, let's, let's travel the country one way and uh, not do too much of a, going back and forth and then we learned that well the ambassador of Finland had already some plans and we had to kind of uh, go along with her plans so this yeah. this this route that we are doing now yeah. kind of aligns with the original idea that the embassy kind of hashed out that okay. would so, be fun to go on a road trip but yeah so the embassy <laughs> the embassy has uh, has helped uh, define some of the route is that right well, absolutely. We are going to meet the ambassador here in uh, in Minnesota. Okay. She's going to come here January 12 to 15 nice. to kick off the entire year. And then we are going to meet her on the way uh, in di- different locations. And uh, we'll have an opportunity to okay. have her in the sauna. 
right. That was going to be my question, Risto, is on the 12th of 15, from the 12th to the 15th of January, do you have a sauna in mind for her? We have a sauna. We have this thing called traveling sauna that we've been kind of building and it's uh, currently under construction and uh, it's going to be the centerpiece of this whole thing. And it's going to be actually the kickoff is going to be at the uh, uh, Minnesota Orchestra building at yeah. the plaza, mm -hmm. January 14, 10 a.m. Yeah. When the ambassador is going to... Uh, Christian baptize. Baptize yeah. the whole thing, kick thing, things off. Okay, so would this be the exact sauna that you'll be taking on the road? This will be the exact sauna, and we she's going to sit in it. She's going to be the first one to sit in there. Night. Will it be hot? Hopefully. I mean, unless it's 50 below outside. Yeah. We just need to buy a lot of wood in that okay. case. <laughs> okay. Well, super. So so let me ask you guys a question, and, you know, I, I'll, I'll turn this over to Yoko. Is, uh, is would you guys be as enthusiastic to take this sauna on the road if it was not wood burning, if it was some other source of heat? Or how critical is the wood burning component, do you feel, to the authenticity of a traveling sauna and your mission? Um, I think actually it's more, we, t we spent a lot of time talking about the, um, the specifics and working with, uh, with Saunatik or Finn Leo out in, uh, out in Kokato on a, um, a big shout out to those guys for being, uh... that's our shout out. <laughs> no better shout out to, uh, to Keith Reisen and his guys out there than, right uh, than that. Yeah. Hats off to Mark and, and his brother. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So they've been fantastic. Uh, actually, that's where our, uh, where the sauna is being built. Mm -hmm. We saw some uh, some first uh, first pictures actually uh, this morning. Right on. Okay, the, so so the trailer. Uh, can I, I dive into that real quick? Yeah, just introduce, just interrupt you. So you've seen some first pictures. What are roughly? Do you know the dimensions of this traveling sauna? Roughly. Yeah. The uh, the trailer is uh, eighteen by eight feet. Okay. And about half of that is going to be the uh, the actual sauna. Okay. Little dressing room, little shower, and little. Uh, little deck sweet sweet yeah, this is great absolutely fantastic nice nice so uh do you have looking let's review back to the map okay so i encourage those folks listening to go to sauna times and look for um look, look for the post about the traveling sauna and um check out the map as you guys think about this map and think about the united states in this travel so back back over to you yoko do you have any idea maybe roughly about how many saunas you'll be taking as you're on the road roughly i want to say about 50 about 50 and you is that about the number you're thinking risto well, if we split it that he's 50 and I'm 50, then that makes 100, right? Yeah, okay. That sounds good. So do you think that you'll be this sauna will be fired up 100 times as it travels across North America? Is that a fair Well, fair it's number? the 100th year, year of Finnish independence, so yeah. I think we are going to hit the number 100 exactly. Okay, well, listen, you know, uh, uh, I'm a big fan of what you guys are doing, and, uh, you know, I've been working real hard for a long time to wave the authentic sauna flag the authentic finnish sauna flag on behalf of a lot of people you know in north america because you guys know as well as i do it's a little bit of a challenge when we talk about authentic sauna right wouldn't you say about getting americans into the real sauna well that's pe what people keep telling us and i don't know if you know i haven't had so many opportunities in the u.s to take a sauna i've had, had an opportunity to take a smoke sauna once in the u.s and the regular sauna several times, but I don't know 
the concept to me, I was born in Finland, so the concept to me is, I don't know, it should be very simple. Yeah, it should be very simple. I could not agree more. And is this is this an authentic sauna? It is. I mean, it's going to be wood-fired, and it's going to the, be... The one you're sitting in right now. Oh, this one, yeah. I mean, tell us about yours. I mean, okay, I'll be... I'm going to stove. Yeah, right on. I'll tell you all about it, but we're going to stay... And I love the question, but yes. I want to stay right on this. Because okay. if we get too hot and go and want... Hey, I got a great outdoor shower for us between rounds, but I don't want to lose, lose our momentum <laughs> to talk about what we're talking about here. And I do want to, on behalf of Sound of Times, I'd like to offer a gift... Um, and I could tell you what it is or make it a surprise. How about I tell you what it is? Huh? Tell us what it is. Okay, well, I would like to present um, you guys, the traveling sauna, with a, uh, a chalkboard. And uh, this chalkboard, you'll be able to, and, and some chalk, and I'd like for you guys to keep score of the number of saunas. Sure. You just do the little check thing, you know, one, two, three, four, boom, five, right. right? Okay. And my challenge for you guys, and I would like to offer all kinds of encouragement and assistant, assistance for you guys to get 100 chalk marks on that chalkboard. What, what do you think? I think it's absolutely fantastic. And, you know, if um, we're short and we're in December, in uh, Washington, D.C., where the, the final celebrations are, you're going to have to come visit us there and make it an even hundred. All right, man. I, th that, I like that. A deal? That is a deal. <laughs> that is a deal. And I love these kind of commitments. And this is Sauna Talk. And I got to make a quick digression about what Sauna Talk is. And maybe you guys as lifelong Finns can relate to this. Okay. So when we go about our days, you know, we're busy. We're doing our work. We're driving, we're picking up kids from basketball, we're dealing with, you know, the day and day dynamics of, of, uh, of what it, you know, of just trucking along. But when we get in the sauna and we get to relax a little bit, okay, things open up, not just your pores, but your mind and concepts, right? And I would, I would say that you just nailed one right there, right there, Yoko, is, is like, and this is sauna talk. Right. And I would argue that we need more sauna talk. We need more of this kind of thinking where where when you get on the sauna bench, things don't things aren't always factual and they can get a little conceptual. And that's what I remember from the sauna in the past, you know, in my hometown of 12,000 people and we warm up the sauna every Saturday and it's like, you know, okay, it was a busy week, but then you know, you get in the sauna, you you know, you you uh, put the fire in there and you warm up the sauna, you get in there you kind of a slow down. Yeah, you, you slow down and then you can get, yeah, you slow down, the mind opens up and it isn't always like simple thinking. You can get into more conceptual thinking is my point. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's kind of a your time yeah. and the way you want to have it. Right on, right on. Are uh, finished jokes uh, accepted on your uh, on your show? Yeah, and they could even see the thing is I can say shit, I can say whatever I want because this is sauna talk. So lay one on me. So, so the uh, over my, to Yoko. My uh, my favorite finished joke is that um, there were uh, Saturday night, and there were three Finns sitting in the um, in, in the sauna, and uh, the guy on the right named uh, Risto said that. Mm, it's hot in here. Goes about um, 10 minutes. The guy on the left, Yoko. named Yoko, goes, yep. And about uh, 10 minutes later, there's a guy in the middle, same Glenn, that if you guys don't shut up, I'm out of here. <laughs> That's it. That's Although, <laughs> So that just goes on the, the finish sort of being quiet and stoic and, and reflecting. 
Yes. Type, uh, type, type yeah. personality. So. Well, this is true, and you know it's hard for me because I don't have an ounce of Finnish blood <laughs> in me. I'm, I'm Italian. I mean, I'm more Italian than anything, and uh, this is tough. This is tough for me because right. I respect the uh, solitude of sauna. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but it's hard to keep an Italian guy quiet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's why you have the uh, the show Sauna Talk. That's right. I think it's it's. it's right. I'm the ambassador of conversation. Absolutely, yeah. and uh, and you know, it's a um, there actually are. I've had a number of uh, you know very important conversations with my family and my dad actually in the sauna. So that's just the uh, yeah. It, that's why it's called a uh, called a called a joke, Glenn. Well, okay, the, uh, okay. But you know, one dance. one thing I've learned in dealing with uh, you know getting to know Finns like as friends and stuff is I can I I start to kind of maybe get an idea of how I can tell an outgoing Finn from a shy Finn. <laughs> do, do you know how you can do that? I do, but I don't want to steal your thunder. <laughs> well you're being very Finnish. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, well, okay. So, you know, all the all the shy Finlanders I've come across like, you know, they look at your feet while they're talking to you, but I've gotten to know a lot of really outgoing Finns and they look at my feet while they're talking yeah. to me. Exactly. <laughs> well, you know, okay, so for 25 years, like when you guys just started coming over to the United States, you know, we have a parallel life in a way. Um you know, I've I've been going up to Lake Vermilion in northeast Minnesota, right by Embarrass, Minnesota, which I think a lot yeah, of your yeah, constituents yeah, yeah. Are, are are familiar. And I got to know it reminded me of my time in Scandinavia. Right. And quite bluntly, that's why I ended up in Minnesota. I'm from upstate New York originally, okay. but I was so moved by the landscape and sauna and nature and lakes that uh, that I moved to Minnesota in 1988. Bought an island. 1989. Got to know a lot of Finns. Um, you know, up north, including the maker, you know, over to your question, Risto, about the sauna stove that you're so generously tossing water on the rocks, which I mm -hmm. love. Yeah, anyway, this is made in Tower, Minnesota. <clears throat> the guy's a third generation Finnish stove maker. It's the Kuma stove. Oh, right. Yeah, that you may have heard of? Yep, we, we absolutely, uh, absolutely heard of it. So. Yeah, yeah. And that's how I, uh, that was a great um, introduction to North America sauna for me is to find the Kuma stove and I just immediately got attracted to the DIY ethos, the work ethic and the hand craftsmanship involved in the stove, uh, the Kuma stove. And I interviewed Daryl Lampa, <clears throat> the third generation. He's a tinkerer, you know, he's a true Finlander in that sense of <laughs> spending many, many winter days in his garage messing around with how wood burns. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it, it does give a good, good lola. Yeah, very good loaded. Yeah, right, right on, right on. And these rocks are. Do you recognize these rocks, boys? You, you recognize those? I have a friend who actually carried his uh, sauna rocks from Finland. Nice. I don't think he, car uh, did I, he carry. Did he carry these ones? Did he put it in his uh, carry-on luggage? I don't know how, but he has a sauna, and he says that you know his rocks came from Finland. And yeah. I don't know if they came in on one trip or several trips. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to be the customs guy who actually That's opens true. up his. Or if you ever saw that movie Shawshank Redemption, remember yeah, that yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he puts them in his pocket and does it right. every day, yeah, yeah, every yeah. trip. Yeah, yeah. But there's actually, I mean, you have the right rocks are essential. You can't just yes. use any rock, right? Exactly. You know I that. Know. Exactly. Well said. And, you know, these rocks came from the shores of Lake Superior, and I think the sure. Minnesota Department of Natural Resources may not approve of this harvest. <laughs> but I got to I gotta tell you, I'm doing it with full respect. And, I and hey, have you guys heard the thing about you uh, replace your sauna rocks? Have you ever heard any of that? Is there anything to that? No. No? I, I've, I've heard of that, you know, being necessary every, what, 
five, 10, 15 years, yeah. something like yeah, that. But, yeah. but then again, you know, my dad has had the same sauna for 30 years and it's yeah. still the uh, original set of uh, set of rocks on right, there. Right, right, right. So that's, that's an interesting thing. And, uh, you know, so I do make a promise that uh, these rocks will be returned to the exact spot where I harvest them on nice. Lake Superior. That's my commitment to the natural resources of our wonderful state. So you're just borrowing them. I'm borrowing them. I'm Bar- seasoning them. For a good cause, yeah, I might add. I like that. That's <laughs> great. That's great. Okay, so all right, let's, I did have another question. of. Okay, so this is one where I wanted to ask you guys, is, is generally speaking, when you go into sauna, do you uh, jump in the lake or take a shower before your first round, generally? Or is that just getting a little too technical? I usually take a shower before I go in. Yeah, and we could have done that. Yeah. I was in such a hurry to, because yeah. I, I usually do that too. Yeah. And, and I like it. I like it. It's a little it. uncomfortable to the skin if your skin is totally dry. Yeah. And especially if you go to a scorching hot sauna mm-hmm. where you don't sweat. Right on. Your right. temperature is probably about, you know, 170 degrees, which to me is perfect. Yes. That I agree. when you throw the water on the rocks, you yeah. sweat. Yes. And you, you, that way you provide the moisture. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you have a comment to that? Shower before sauna or after, Yoko? I usually take it after, not before. Okay, no. okay. So it's not a, it's not an equivocal yeah. thing. I... He's wrong. He's wrong. <laughs> well, tell us about the shower on the traveling sauna. Do you have that, uh, like, engineered? I'm interested in that. Is there some science to it, or is that being handled by a third party? Um, I think as far as, I mean, the uh, the, the Finleo guys are, uh, are building yeah. it. Cool. And um, we're just gonna, you know, hook up a garden hose yes. on yes. the outside, and then a yes. garden hose for the for the gray water on the out, yep. and figure out some way to uh, dispose it. So yeah, it's okay. very very simple. Yes, simple is yeah. better, I find, yeah. especially as you'll see with our outdoor backyard shower that I've installed. It's a simple setup, just like you described, Yoko, where. You know, you have the garden hose, and I have, you know, the nice thing is, is like if you've been uh, working real hard and chopping wood during the day, you can turn the nozzle, because it's just a simple garden hose nozzle, you can turn it to jet. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But I generally like the shower mode, and and some of my softy friends like mist. Right. But I'm not a mist guy, are you? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, right on, right on. So this is cool. We're getting right into the thick of it. I wanted to talk about traveling sauna. I'm super excited for this project. You're going to get underway January 12th, right here in Minneapolis, with the um, correct the ambassador of Finland to the United States, uh, Kirsti Kalpi, is coming to Minneapolis January 12th. There's a uh, three days of uh, events, and one of the things is the the kicking off the sauna tour in the morning of. Uh, Saturday, January 14 at 10 a.m. at the in front of the orchestra hall, and the reason why we just, we picked the orchestra hall is that you know you, probably all your listeners know that you know the musical director of the orchestra is a Finn called Osmo Vansk, and he's gonna go in the sauna as well. Nice, nice, that's exciting. Actually, I have a, a question for uh, both you and your uh, your your listeners. So we're talking that as far as the the actual christening ceremony, mm-hmm. right? Okay. What should that be with? Oh, wow. What do you mean? Like, No, I mean, it's more. not going to be like, you know, so a champagne like you yeah. traditionally yeah. would want a, um, you know, a big, ship. a big ship or something like that. And yeah. well, a bottle of Finlandia is, you know, maybe not the right appropriate. Not politically correct. Yeah, or, you know, unless, unless, right on, unless Finlandia wants to kick in a grand for 
or, or some sample product, right? Right. So we're, we're just, you know, it's one of the open things we're okay. talking about. So if anybody has any ideas or, or thoughts, we'd welcome. Um, yeah, yeah. You could just uh, give us a comment on Sound of Times and uh, let us know your suggestion. And we also might want to give the sauna a name. So if you have any ideas, the sauna doesn't have a name yet. So if you have a have a name that we could use, let us know. Love that. I love that. Two two challenges for those listening, and you can just jot it down right now. And when you get to a computer, very simple, just at the comment section on Sauna Times on, on this post, um, just shoot us your thoughts on that. You know, what is the christening for the sauna on January 12th? And then if you have an idea for the sauna name, uh, for this traveling sauna, um, you know, Risto and Yoko would love to hear from you, and I would as well. And any other comments? Um, the the cool thing about sauna times, uh, you know, just to toot my own horn on this, is we've really kind of built a community, built a tribe of people that understand what a true sauna is. And, you know, I wrote this book on how to build your own sauna, and it's been super rewarding for me to help people. Like, you know, I can start on the northwest tip, up and even up into Canada and sweep all across North America. And there's a lot of folks out there that have built their own saunas. And I know there's a lot of folks that have built their own saunas that are going to be close to where you guys are going. So I could think of nothing better than you guys are hanging out in some town and some guy comes up and says, yeah, I heard your deal on sauna talk. Right. I built my sauna. Well, that, that, and that's good to hear because, you know, like Yoko said, this this uh, sauna will be built by sauna, that, which is part of the Tulo Hello. Uh, co- uh, companies, which is the largest sauna maker in the world, and their North American headquarters are in Coquedo, Minnesota, uh, about 40 mm-hmm. miles west from the cities. But we also are supported by the North American Sauna Society mm-hmm. and the Finnish Sauna Society. So we have some pretty high-level right. support here. Yeah. We're going to get some plaques on the wall. We we actually have a plaque from the North American Sauna Society already. We yeah. are just waiting for the sauna to be built. Right. And then I did I mention that you know the Finnish embassy is kind of the instigator here. That's so, awesome. That's awesome. And back to Finnish Sauna Society. Do you guys have you been in touch with Jarmo Leitana? I, I know I didn't say his name well, and I'm sorry uh, for bashing. Uh, I think he's the CEO, and I got to meet him a couple of years ago, and he sent me the link to your gig. So oh, okay. I know that the loop is complete. My my and, contact is Risto. Yeah. Okay. Hello, ma. Yeah. Okay. Risto, isn't he the the World Sauna Society or the World Sauna? I know Risto yes, as well. Yes. I got to meet him at the same yeah. convention, and so that's great. I think that level of engagement is great with those Absolutely. organizations. I think you know we are very very thrilled that the, you know they are supporting us because right. you know that to us that tells that we are doing the right thing. Yes. Yes. Couldn't have said it any better. And we have to do it right. Yeah, well, the challenge is there. I mean, that's why it was a leading question uh, and over to you, Yoko, about would you t- be taking this thing on the road if it wasn't a word- wood-burning sauna? And I think you gave me a very Finnish answer. You're very diplomatic with that one. Um, it would come with its own set of challenges. <laughs> okay. okay. But you got to admit, I mean, I'm, I'm leading you down this road. It's much... All right, well, imagine... Go ahead. You're going to say something. I guess, you know, we were debating over, you know, electric or wood, wood burning because we all know that, like, in Minnesota, you know, we are dealing with uh, nature and, you know, you can't haul wood around. So that's an extra chore that we cannot just pack the trailer with wood from here and then yeah. take it across the country. But mm-hmm. then again, we were thinking, you know, the electric sauna, you know, most of the apartments... And houses in Finland have an electric sauna nowadays. There's what one and a half million saunas in a mm-hmm. country of uh, five and a half million people. Yeah, right, right, right. But so there's then, more, know, and there's more saunas than cars. 
There's more saunas than cars, and there's about as many saunas as there are families or households. Yes. But uh, we were thinking, like, well, then that would pose another challenge. Where do we get the power? Mm. And we thought, you know, this is sustainable, independent. Yes. We can we can fire it up wherever we are, and that's yeah, how agree. we decided to do the wood burning and. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it is, and I'll take the bait this time, Glenn. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it is the real sauna, right. the wood-burning stove. So. And it's it's a real sauna on two levels, is it not? I mean, one being the atmosphere, the the feel, the the flame, the connection to nature. But wouldn't you argue that the heat is different? It is different, yeah. And how would you say it's different? I, I think it's a little bit softer, yeah. a little bit warmer, yeah. and not quite as uh, as hard as it comes out of a uh, the electric uh, electric sauna. Yeah. Well summarized, uh, and I agree with that. And I think that that listeners, you know, that have electric saunas in their house, I mean, we're not trying to say that's not great. That is a wonderful thing. And there are methods on an electric sauna to create the softness, uh, the soft and the and the radiant heat uh, of of a wood. And I think it has to do with controlling the. It's about heating rocks ultimately, right. isn't right. it? Yeah, the heat needs to come through the rocks. And, you know, if, if it comes from the site, then it's dry air. That's dry air. Yeah. And if it comes from the red coals, then it's like a toaster oven in your kitchen. Right, absolutely. Yeah, so we got that one figured out, right? We do. Okay, that's cool. Well, what do you guys want to ask, or what do you want to talk about here? Because this has been really wonderful. I think we really nailed... Okay, so back to the, the chronology. So um, after the ambassador takes off, leaves, in, uh, leaves Minneapolis... We're talking January 15th. Osmo Vanska has gone back on stage. What happens to the sauna, and when does it officially go on the road? Well, our first stop is Dallas, Texas. We go due south. We uh, we are working on stopping in Kansas, uh, Missouri, mm-hmm. on the way over. But the first big event is Dallas, Texas. Then it's Houston, Texas. Uh, and then we go to west. We do the west coast in the spring. We come back to the Midwest in uh, in early May. Yes. To uh, Minnesota, Upper Peninsula, Michigan. Uh, Great. Wisconsin, uh, Illinois, Chicago, and then in August we head out east. We mm-hmm. have August 11 to 13 near Detroit in a Finnish community called Wixom. Nice. Then we have uh, uh, Buffalo, and uh, then we have Boston, New York, Atlanta, Florida. And like Yoko said, we end up in uh, Washington, D.C., December 2nd. Fantastic. You know, as you're describing the uh, the United States and these cities that you'll be going to, it makes me start to think about as it happens. <clears throat> have you guys had, and I don't want to put any pressure on you, but I'm not the best like Facebook guy out there and social media and all that, yet I, I kind of see this interaction like on the spot sort of being uh, in play. In other words, you're in Kansas City, you know, is there a way, have you guys thought of a system like in terms of communication sort of on the spot to get the word out and stuff? We do. We have a Facebook page. We have a Twitter page. We have Instagram. We have Snapchat. And then there's one more that I forget because I'm not a Facebook guy either. (laughs) We have a dream team doing that. Oh, that's fantastic. uh, That is our vehicle to get you guys know where where we are, where we are heading next. And for you guys to give a heads up that, okay, Mm -hmm. well, next week we are going to be in your town. We figured in these places where we go through, not counting the towns in between, let's say, Houston and Albuquerque or Albuquerque and Los Angeles, we're going to be meeting with 80 million people. 
Right. I think that that's a conservative estimate, but um, I think maybe 70 million will be a good number that you'll be able to get in the Sure. Summer. And, you know, we want you to come and take a selfie and sing happy birthday to Finland. Yeah. It's going to be Finland's 100th uh, birthday and uh, talk to us. You know, right come on. and take, this, take a look at what we, are, what we are doing. Right on. And while we're right on the subject, let's say somebody listening here, and I use this hypothetical of Kansas City, Missouri, you know, wants to come out and see you and actually take a sauna. Can you give a quick little instruction on what they should be bringing or planning for, you know, as uh, so they could sauna with you? Like, is there any formal instruction you'd have on that score? Yeah, uh, we are working with the local Finnish groups. So, you know, if you yeah. are interested, send us an email or text us or Facebook us or whatever What is the means of your favorite getting in touch. And then we'll put you yes. in con contact with the local group that's organizing this stop. Oh, I love that. And then you can work with those people. There's, mm -hmm. there's different ways you can participate. And, you know, some, some locations you can actually go in the sauna, some locations... We are just going to be part of a street fair. Okay, well said. All right, so just to uh, make clear the expectations, uh, as you look at the map of, of North America, United States, and you uh, see the traveling sauna, if it's coming near your town, by all means, like you're totally invited. It would be wonderful. The marching order or, or the direction would be reach out to the local Finnish community where you live, and they are hand-in-hand -hand coordinating with these two guys here, and, uh, and, and then you can play a part in, in your way. Or you can reach out to us directly on, a, on email. It's info at travelingsauna.com. And we'd love to have a, uh, have a conversation on how do we, uh, how do we make right it on. work. And I, I, can speak, I can speak for these two guys. They're very responsive on email. So if you want to get in touch with Yoko and Risto directly, that email address again is info at travelingsauna.com. I'll put a link in the show notes and Risto. And I'm thinking, like, after this show, don't expect us a rapid response. Sounds like, you know, this number of you guys out there. So Yeah, we got 70,000 listeners. We might be flooded tomorrow morning. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, right on. Okay, well, that's really awesome, you know. like uh, So tell me about, okay, so tell me more about um, life for you guys in Minnesota. I mean, you guys are interesting in that you're, I, I mean, I don't know how old you are, but we seem kind of same age. I'm probably a little older than you guys maybe or whatever, but have you reached the point where you've been in Minnesota longer uh, in your life than you've been in Finland? And are you getting close to that uh, age? If not? I'm still more than 50% Finn in that okay. measure. Okay. How about, how about you? Yoko? Um, abroad, yes, but we did a little detour, spent some time out east. Yes. Uh, and a couple years in London type stuff. So nice. I'm, I'm still more um, non-Minnesota than Minnesota. Okay, but you're getting closer every it, day. You know, every day it's closer. Yeah. Yes. So so let's just, this is sauna talk. So give it to me straight. Like, do you like it here? What's better? What's not as good? I know the saunas are better in Finland. We got that established. But tell me about life. Like life for you, you know, life for, for you, Yoko, as it, as it stands day to day. Is it better here, better there? I know there's advantages to both, but do you have a comment on that? I don't know. Your, your sauna, Glenn, uh, you know, puts a, at least a, a fair amount of competition on all those Finnish saunas. So right. I, I think officially you can now say that, you know, a Finn said that in your sauna that's debatable. Oh, good. What, I so. need my own chalkboard. <laughs> <laughs> there's a mark right there, and I appreciate that. But no, I mean, life is, uh, you know, life is busy. Uh, married with two uh, two teenagers, so yeah. living out in the western suburbs, so, you know, right. driving okay. a lot, okay, so stuff, whatever. Let me so. dive into that question then. Let's just say your life was transported to Finland, okay? Would it be as busy? 
Uh, probably not. I mean, especially if we lived right in the Helsinki area, mm-hmm. just with all the public transportation options, yeah. et cetera, that the kids are a little bit more self-sufficient. Yeah. And how old are your kids now? They're uh, 15 and 13. Okay, so this is a perfect thing. My Our kids are, are now uh, 17 and 21, and we've graduated from the taxi driver stage, which you are in the thick of. So to your point... Public transport would change that game a bit, wouldn't it? Right. Or next August, when hopefully our daughter gets her uh, her driver's license. Right. Welcome to America, honey. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Beyond the uh, public transport, uh, give a um, and Risto, raise your hand if you want to chime in on this one. I'm I'm curious about you know this like life, you know life, uh, and I will tell you why. Because we're gonna, my wife and I will be empty nesting next next year, and I want to get back overseas to Europe you mentioned London I lived in London for a while I got to get back to Scandinavia I mean I've been doing this stuff in America now sauna you know and it's just such I want to go to the roots you know it's like it's like a yoga instructor wanting to go to India you know <laughs> right, right absolutely <laughs> so anyhow I'm very curious go ahead Risto. well so I guess my take on that is I'm, I'm just uh, actually reading Anu Partanen's book the Nordic theory of theory of love and uh, I think she writes pretty well that I have a 15-year-old and an 18-year-old. And there's, you know, there's a lot of things in, in Finland that are kind of thought out for you in terms of, you know, healthcare, mm-hmm. school, retirement. Okay, well, you pay a, those in taxes ahead yeah. of time that you don't need to worry about that. And kind of a chiming in what Yoko said, that life is kind of hectic. Yeah. I, over here, I mean, everything is tied to a job. If you have a yeah. job, you have healthcare. If you don't have a job... You worry about stuff yeah. that I don't know if you really need to worry about. Mm, good point, right? And that may little... be socialist talk, but yeah. I'm finished. You're right on. No, well said. And you know, it's just it's very logical that uh, there's that much more pressure on your job when your job is the source for income to pay for health care. I mean, these are linear connections. And it may not be it's just you know that you daily worry about it, but you know those percolating in the back of your head mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. There, I think there is a little difference in the in life I, I enjoy being in minnesota mm-hmm. i wouldn't be here if i didn't you right. know I, we, we could have moved back to finland but mm-hmm. uh you know there's lots of benefits to being in here but mm-hmm. you know that kind of an extra pressure from being a parent is yes, yes. i guess you're in a in a good you? situation where your kids are almost out of the nest well it's like we're not waving goodbye to them and, and looking oh, them in the rearview mirror yet but, but we feel we understand that our mission you gotta let go. And right. it's easier to let go maybe in Finland where, you know, you know that their future is secured, that they don't have to find the right job right away to start saving for what's coming up in 40 years. Good, good points, yes. So, okay, so this house, uh, let's just talk kind of weird here for a second. Now, you guys see my backyard. It's a 1930s home. It's about, I don't know, maybe it's between 1,500, say close to 2,000 square feet two-car garage you got to have cars and stuff you know so what would be like a comparable middle-class get up in Finland would it be a similar house would you say the housing is more generous here in in Minnesota and is that is that something that's better here than in Finland housing well in in Finland it's like Europe that the cities are more dense and like Yoko mentioned that the the public transportation built a lot of people live in apartment buildings Mm -hmm. a lot of people live in townhomes and the ones that who live on, you know, on uh, ho- homes like you have that, you know, on, yeah. a, on, a, on your own lot. And, you know, that's that's common, mm-hmm. but it's it's probably less common as over here. So, you know, the cities seem to be more concentrated, yeah, more concentrated. and that, you know, that way you can also arrange for the services easier. I understand over here in the in, the, in, in Minnesota, 
Well, we tend to spread out, and you know, yeah. from me to Yoko is what forty-five miles. I drive an electric car. In the winter, I have to plug it in to be able to go back home. Wow, wow! So that that really summarizes it well. Uh, here, the cities are more spread out. Minneapolis-St. Paul—it's a top twenty city in, in in the United States. So, and we have a lot of land. So, and there's this there's this attitude that's been since post World War II about owning your own home and you know pushing out and having your own backyard. It's this big drive in our country, I would say. And I'm, I'm not saying that I don't like to own my own home. I have about the same size home in St. Paul, about 1,500 square feet. We, it's on our own lot. We own the house. Just paid off the mortgage here. But uh, it's it's nice yeah. to have a backyard. But, yeah. th- you know, thinking about, you know, the what, two, three million people in the Twin Cities, mm-hmm. you know, from east to west, it's 40 miles. From north to south, it's 40 miles. Yeah. You lot. could get to Espo and back. By then, right? <laughs> you can get out of uh, the Circle Road Three, where the yeah. countryside starts in Helsinki. Right, and and that's that's when, when from my time in Europe, and it doesn't matter if it's just Finland, but from my time over there, what I love is the is the uh, the practicality of you mentioned about apartment living, condo living. You got that going on, and you know you're living in a smaller square foot setup, and that's all wonderful. But what's really cool is people that have that setup. A lot of them have country homes, lake cabins, and they can take public transport to the village and get picked up or ride a bike, and then there they are. That's their nature. Yeah? That is absolutely true that, you know, although it's, uh, you know, there's, uh, you know, they, they uh, the, Finland isn't doing so well, so in, in Finland they are cutting the services, but you can still get from one yeah. place to another with no problem. Right, right, public transport. Some Guys, I'm going to take a little shower. Okay, I'm on over. American style. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. This show is brought to you by Dean's Kombucha. Fermented in specially charred oak barrels and utilizing whole fruits and herbs for flavoring, Dean's Kombucha is crisp, light, full of probiotics, enzymes, and acids for your health and vitality. It's a great post-workout beverage and great for post-sauna. If you're in Minneapolis, you can enjoy Dean's on tap at Eastlake Craft Brewery, Midtown Global Market, the Wedge Table, a Nicolet, and Quixada Coffee in St. Paul. But here's the thing, kombucha and sauna are tied in real tight. It goes way back generations, centuries. Okay, well, we're back. We finished round one, and uh, we just had a beer in the changing room. And uh, we're gonna, we decided that, you know, Sauna Talk is a, is a podcast that is most often recorded in the hot room, in the sauna, and so we're going to stay to that spirit. So we're right back where we started, and everybody assumed the same position. I got right to my left here, I got Yoko, and uh, right to my right, I got Risto. And we had a, you know, we had a beer, local Minnesota beer. And uh, we got talking about the sauna, the traveling sauna. We got talking about 612 Sauna Society and this rising sauna tide that's lifting a lot of boats. A lot of cool uh, things happening. And, uh, and Risto, you mentioned something like you, you, do you have a, a thought that maybe these saunas could get together? 
Yeah, but before we go there, uh, Yoko and I, we decided that the, for the rest of the podcast, we are going to, the rest of the podcast, we are going to do only in Finnish. So I'm going to switch right now. Oh, switch it up, man. Eli, eli loppu. Olemasta tulee pelkällä suomen kielellä ja kaikki, jotka ymmärtää suomea, niin ei muuta kuin shout out tälle Glennille. Glennille siellä, siellä tota, niin saunatimes.com-sivustolla, että tota, niin, näin I, toimii oikea suomalainen sauna. I couldn't have said that any better myself. And uh, <laughs> Yoko, on that score, you got anything to say? Joo, ihan samaa mieltä Riston kanssa, että kyllä tämä Suomalle pitää, pitää tota, jatkaa. Ja suomalaisille kuuntelijoille, että on tämä kyllä helvetin hyvä sauna. Well, I like the sauna too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, you're killing me. <laughs> That's great. You know, you know, sauna is, is, a, is, is, is becoming... A bigger deal in North America, you know. I was explaining between rounds about the ebook, and 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 it's just it's such a such a great thing when people start building these in their backyards, and and they do it the right way, you know. And uh, and we got talking about health club saunas and and uh, and the compromise that can be had. But when you have a real sauna, it's different. I mean, you know, tell me an analogy that you can think of about. A real sauna versus these compromised saunas. Anything, you know, like like a good car and a bad car. I mean, there's probably a better analogy to it. No, I actually remember being here as a as an exchange student, going to some of those hotel saunas, and actually sneaking in a little cup of water yeah. and throwing uh, throwing on there just because you know. And then I actually got in trouble, got in a major argument with like the hotel manager that yeah. you can't do it. There's a risk of electrocution. Did you have a bathing suit on or not? Um, uh, it was a public sauna, so yes. Okay. Uh, I had to do that. Otherwise, I think I would have been at the local uh, police station. I, I, heard a, <laughs> I heard this crazy story of a Finn. I think it was a Finn. I'd like to say it was a Finlander in a hotel sauna. And he's with his son, and they're both neutered up in the hotel sauna. Because, you know, in Europe, well, Germany, being naked in a sauna is, you know, the thing you do. And Denmark... Sweden, certainly in, you know, all of Scandinavia, it's, you know, you don't wear a suit even in, in saunas, well, in all saunas. Is that, is that right? Yeah, no, in mixed company, I've actually been, some of those, a uh, sauna in, um, uh, in Switzerland, where I walked in there into, uh, you know, the sauna with my dad and my brother, and, you know, we had our towels and stuff on, and, yeah. you know, opened the door, and there was a group of naked women laying there. Right we slammed the doors like... Go back to the hotel lobby. It's like, Did you take a cold shower? <laughs> no, we asked like, "Where's the men's sauna?" We right. walked in. It's like, "No, there's only one sauna." Yeah. It's like, then we oh, had to have oh, a okay. little, little powwow. And what do we do? Yeah. So what did you do? We actually ended up going in there and trying to look the other way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so so this yeah, that's funny. <laughs> so you know that's interesting because I, this is a generality. I don't know if it's true or not. <laughs> we still like that one. That's good. But in you know in Finland, Sweden, and stuff, it's like you know they call that men's turn, right? You know, like that right. wonderful movie, right? That you know where where that's the general that's they call in the French is de rigueur, like you know that's how it is. And there's the men's turn for sauna, and then there's the women's turn for sauna. Right. And but it seems like on the continent, like you mentioned, Switzerland, Germany, it's an integrated experience in in uh, in the hot room. Co-ed in the nudity thing is no big deal. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's a, uh, I mean, at least for us, you know, sort of shy fins, that was a, uh, yeah. 
quite a bit. Well, you try <laughs> try being a shy American. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the American thing is, and this is, I think, part of the 612 Sound Society, what they're going to... Actually, it's pretty much most all Americans that, you know, will be taking saunas, and the bathing suit thing is just the way it's done. Is that, like, is that weird for you guys, like the sauna with a, with a bathing suit or, or not? I, I don't think so. I think, you know... <clears throat> I'm thinking that if you want to enjoy the sauna experience, then, well, it's fine. You know, if you want to wear a bathing suit and you are in a group of people, I think that's okay. You know, yeah. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't tell you that, okay, well, you can't do that. I'd rather have you have the experience than walk away and thinking, well, I, I, I'm not doing it the right way. Right on. Um, I got a couple rapid-fire questions. Do you mind if I throw them at you guys? You, uh, you <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, just for fun here. So, like, if you could uh, take a sauna with anybody in the world, like anyone, like dead or alive, past, present, future, who would you choose? Um, Risto. Uh, Risto. No, let me go. Let me go right. first. Because um, you you've been uh, going first I like all that. night, so it's my my turn. Risto. Over to you. <laughs> yeah. So I think I I um I think I would choose Urho Kekkonen. Who is the uh, the former uh, Finnish president from 1956 to 1982, something something like that? And um, he basically conducted most of his foreign policy, especially with the other uh, Soviet leaders, uh, whether it's Ruchev or uh, or Brezhnev in the uh, in the sauna. And basically, he always took my spot in this sauna, and you know they had a little little way, and they started talking about the tricky questions and he would actually you know put his leg to block the soviet leader from leaving and then would start stalling <laughs> until he got his way uh, <laughs> and then at least or at least so the story story goes and when he got his way of you know detente or or uh, you know finland uh, maintaining things then he let the soviet leader uh, leader away so yeah. i think you know it's a pretty big part in finnish uh, folklore so i would like to uh um, experience that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's wonderful. That's a, such a neat neat story. So, Risto. Well, I wanted to answer the question too before y'all go put it in. Excuse me for the <laughs> phrase, but uh, so yeah, first first came to my mind is like you know some some Einstein or Gandhi or some noble figure. But I think we just had an election, and I would like to get Mr. Donald Trump in the sauna and see what it's made of. And, yeah, and would you apply much the same principle about ke- keeping your leg in place so he couldn't leave the hot room? No, I just would like to see after he comes out that is he still full of the hot talk that he is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is your tweet about the experience? Yeah. yeah. So, Risto, grab that thing right there. See that? This is a gift th- uh, right there, Yeah, where your hand was. This one. Yeah, this was a gift Ooh. from Yarmo um, from the Finnish Sauna Society. You recognize this? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. It's a kupa. Okay, okay, yeah. And uh, I, I just tell you, I, I tell you, to get this from him was just such a cool thing, and I think of him all the time. Um, uh, also from Yarmo was was this, this? you ever seen this little? Oh, yeah, 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 the Saunatantu. Saunatantu, yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, and uh, so there's little reminders for me of the Finnish Sauna Society and, and Yarmo Leitana. Is that how would you say his last name? I Oh, I see. Yoko says, I, I don't know how to use this thing. <laughs> you're, you're, you must be an amateur. It's the other way. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 
<coughs> looks like a <coughs> traditional sausage. Yeah, okay. that's what I thought too. It's yeah. like some sort of sausage making yeah. machine. Yeah. So what we're talking about here, folks, is this really cool like uh, assistance that you have to pour water on the sauna rocks with this long-handled um, water pouring mechanism. A very like well-engineered, uh, well-engineered handled uh, water water pouring thing. So you know, I have to admit that I've never seen one of those before. Yeah, that's actually pretty uh, pretty cool. I was told this is for pros. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool, cool. All right, so so um, how, how about you, Risto? Like uh, back to that question, and you know, who would you uh, with Trump? Like, so you, what would you like to ask Trump on the sound of bench? I don't know if I would really ask him anything. I would just have him sit in here for a while and think about stuff and see yeah. what you know. What once he's done. Uh, when he comes out, if he's still, you know, if his thoughts are still the same. Yeah, right on, right on. Because that's true about sauna. You know, I think, <clears throat> you know, it's a very metaphorical thing, but, you know, you shed your clothes, you shed your, you know, all of the responsibilities of your day. You get to just relax and chill out. Time is not as critical, you know. So I think what that does is it fosters an environment where the true nature of a person reveals himself. Yeah, I think I think so that you know it's it's an opportunity for you to kind of uh, sit down and you yeah. know take it easy for a while. You know, they you know, they, you close the door and don't let the hot air out and Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Close the door. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably the one important sauna rule. Close the door. Yeah, so like when you guys think about a sauna session like from the morning you wake up and you say, I'm going to sauna today, you know, from that moment, you know, all the way through your day to when you, you go to sauna and you, you know, start your sauna round and you step in and then you do your rounds and stuff. And even when you're done, like that whole thing, that whole experience from the thinking, the doing and the post, what part of that sauna session, if you had to pick one, stands out to you most as, as your favorite? Um, I'd have to say the uh, the first lulu. Yeah. When you you know sit on the other uh, bench, especially if you've been outside skiing or, or other stuff, uh, you get in there, you're still a little bit chilled, you know, uh, yeah. whatever. Get on there, and then you get the first wave of heat. There's just nothing like it. Yeah, it's such a familiar, universal feeling, isn't right. it? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. It's just just almost undescribable. Mm. Risto, same question. Uh, well, I want to say that, you know, that feeling of what, you know, I've been describing that, you know, in the sauna, you relax and kind of a slow down. For me, it carries over the when I, when I'm done that, you know, when I towel up and mm -hmm. I'm ready to mm -hmm. head, head it back in, then yeah. I'm not in a rush anymore. Ah, I like that. I like that. I, I can relate to that moment, you know, when the sauna session is complete and you're toweled off and I, I just find this like magical moment of equilibrium for, for lack of better term for it it's everything seems humming and mellow doesn't it right that, that's the feeling that it's not okay well life is good and you know might be cold outside but so be it and you know yeah. there's gonna be another day and yeah let, let's try it again right well done well done what do you okay you guys are Finns. you've been taking saunas your whole life what uh, for listeners maybe not as ingrained to sauna as much you know as you guys and stuff what do you, what do you think is the is is the most misunderstood thing about sauna 
you know, especially maybe here in, in America, United States, where people haven't grown up with it, you, with you guys. What, what's most misunderstood or, 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 or misconception, maybe? Restart. Oh, I get to start now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, I, I think it is the... I, I think for individuals, private people, I think, you know, everybody knows if they like it or they don't like it, but then that guidance that yoga got from the proprietor that if it's a, in a public place that they dictate you how to do it mm. to me it's like you know it's it's how you want to do it and you know if you want to throw water on the rocks go go ahead if you yeah. don't want to throw the water on the rocks you don't i okay, mean okay yeah. so not to interrupt and forgive me do you have anything more on that nope yeah, if I could summarize that, I would say that maybe what you think is, is most misunderstood is that there is a, a very specific process to sauna. And, and there isn't one. There is, it's what feels good and what is right for you. Well, exactly, yes. That, you know, I think it's, it's up to you how you want to experience it. And, you know, some people like rap music, some people like classical music. It's the same with the sauna. Some people like it hot, some people like it not so hot. Yeah. It, it's, it's all okay. But right. Well done. Well done. Yoko. I don't know. Maybe I just, you know, add to that as far as, you know, it's okay for people to, uh, you know, like what they like. And if they like the dry sauna in the, um, uh, you know, in the health club or, or whatever, uh, maybe part of that is just education that you like it because, you know, a, you know, it's... You're used to it or you don't know any better. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the things we hope to solve with the traveling sauna is get folks more educated that, okay, there might be, you know, people's one way of, of um, taking a sauna and not that there's, you know, anything wrong with that, but there's much other ways and more beneficial ways that you can enjoy a, uh, a sauna. Right on, right on. Well said. <clears throat> so this question is a loaded question and it's question that is so appropriate for this this wonderful project that you guys are undertaking is is if you uh could take a mobile sauna anywhere like we are, <laughs> like, like you are where would you choose so what a load of, what a simple the wall is built yeah, yeah yeah so this question this question normally is very abstract you know right. like and, and i wrote this question for guests to sauna talk um to help foster sauna talk in other words the concept of building a mobile sauna and taking it anywhere you want to go is is generally considered very abstract sauna talk thinking but here we're living it and you guys are going to be doing it and so this is my question for you so maybe i need to rephrase the question is <laughs> where on the sauna tour are you most looking forward to taking a sauna and it could be not necessarily a city or a state or a place but even more specifically, like something, you know, it, you know, it could be part of the, the nature of where you're going or, or, or part of a, a village of within a, uh, uh, your tour. Is there anything that comes to mind of where you'd like to bring this mobile sauna and the sauna that you're looking forward to most? We'll uh, go right, right over here to Yoko. I mean, I, I think to some extent, I mean, you know, our sauna tour is, uh, is you know, just state, uh, statewide or, uh, or, or st U.S.-wide. Uh, so would a place like uh, Antarctica to see that, you know, what does a sauna do for a, um, you know, and when it's 100 below outside, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, how would it uh, how would it feel as far as like 300 degree 
Fahrenheit difference. But I still think as far as, um, I've, I've never been there, so it's a bit of a hypothetical. So my, uh, my yeah. final answer is um, the bottom of Grand Canyon. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, just looking up at those, um, you know, the hills, whatever, although, uh, you know, with a nod to uh, Keith and Mark uh, Reisen again, that if we actually end up there, we might be calling them for another sauna. <laughs> yeah. we, need, we need a new one. The, the sauna, you and the sauna may end up at the bottom of the Grand right. Canyon, but how you get it out is a different question. Exactly. Right? Yeah. But I love that answer. I love that answer because, to, okay, let, we'll go right over to Risto's answer. Same question. Mobile sauna anywhere. Where would you, where would you like to bring it and have a sauna? Well, I, I think I'm, I'm going to be the traditional one on this one. To me, a sauna and a lake belong together. So, you know, if I would take it to a lake. If you have a lake, you know, okay. put your sauna there. And so you're, I, that's heaven. You have very realistic expectations to this question. Nothing elaborate, just a lake. Just a lake. God, that's a beautiful answer. But this is so beautiful because both of your answers reflect to me this is the, the part of the leading question is you can bring a mobile sauna anywhere, right? And, you know, nobody has said uh, Times Square, you know, pretty much everybody that answers this question talks about nature. Right. And, and right. this is a right. this is the element of sauna that I, I want to bring into the forefront is whether you're at the bottom of the Grand Canyon or by a lake sauna, it it just makes nature pop, doesn't it? Right. Uh, that it does, um, I think it's just you know just going to be a great uh, great tour for us. Although I would like to offer the uh, the, the following um, observation, you know, on the last uh, couple um, couple answers that you know I pick the desert, <laughs> Risto picks a lake, he picks Donald Trump, I pick Urho Kekkonen. <laughs> so imagine the two of us doing twelve thousand miles, you know, in a pickup. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be a boring tour. No, no, you guys are hitting the spectrum. Right, very good. That's good. I, I, I think I'm going to need my own steering wheel. <laughs> yeah, whether it works or not. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good, that's pretty good. Well, let's see, was there another question on the rapid fire? I got four of them. I thought I had five. And now uh, I'm putting make, myself make on the spot. <laughs> make, make one up? Okay, okay. So, so you know, maybe this one we could make, make a joke for, but, like, what you know or it could be a serious one is like you guys are investing a fair amount of time like if you had to guess roughly how many nights away from home uh for each of you on this and and what percent of the time will you be overlapping you know together let's start with that uh, on this sauna tour all over united states um first of all how many nights is this event do you think and how many will you be together versus separate um Good question. Or I don't yeah, mean to yeah, put yeah. you on the spot. It's, yeah. If it's a little loose, yeah, it's a little I, loose. I think right? it'll be about a I don't know 100 and 120 nights on the road, and mm -hmm. then uh, we 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 are doing some of the some of the uh, segments together, and then some of them we are planning to do separate. So I would say that probably it's going to be 50-50 that yeah. there there are segments where we are driving alone and moving from right. one place to another. Mm -hmm. 
but then there are, are locations where we are punched up together that we have two events back to back on a nice. weekend. So yes. we want to we wanna be there and available. I like that. I think that'll be a great, I mean, I can speak from a guy who had a mobile sauna and brought it around. Having a partner in crime is a wonderful thing and being able to do it solo and in conjunction with the Finnish communities, you know, that you'll be interacting with has its own reward too. So just roughly speaking, I, I commend you for that. I think it's a great balance between you guys not getting tired of each other and you guys enjoying each other's company. Well done. Yeah, so you, you like those numbers? About 120 nights is the total project? Does that seem about about right? Yeah, no, I think that uh, that makes about sense. And I mean, Risto and I have known each other for about eight years now. So yeah. we'll yeah. be, uh, we, we get along fabulously. So right. well, I mean, we, you I, do now. We, we do now. And so, you know, when he calls for you from the Grand Canyon saying, Glenn, can you pick me up? <laughs> All right, I'm your, I'm your wingman. Call me in. <laughs> Yeah, I guess staying on the topic, if there's anybody out there in your, with your 70,000 listeners, you know, who owns a lodging business, then we'd be happy to hear from you. If you want to sponsor the tour, yes, l- let us know. Well, I think, yes, right on. And to that point, it's, you know, I don't know if you guys have thought a lot about, you know, hotels or where you're going to sleep and all that, but what a cool thing it would be to bring the sauna to like more of nature type locations <clears throat> on the tour so that you know you can uh, sauna as part of the natural surroundings of a of a resort. Is that a little bit of where you're going? Well, with that? I guess you know that brings to mind that yeah, I mean you know we can go to campsites and stuff that you know that, that yeah. you know the state parks and yes. you know national parks. No, that that's not uh, out of the question. That you know yeah. we've been thinking of you know we need to we want to maybe stay indoors for most of the trip but you know well, I, I like to go to boundary waters too but i don't yeah. think i'm going to take into sauna with me when i well, there. you know it's interesting you say that because the answer to the question if you could uh have a mobile sauna and bring it anywhere where would you choose i had a guest say the boundary waters and i thought well that's kind of funny but anyway that is kind of profound in a way that you could be in complete nature and have a a decent sauna be kind of fun well, I have friends who go up to Boundary Waters and then they have a tent sauna mm-hmm. and then they heat the rocks and, you know, yeah. they t- sauna in the tent. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's doable and you it can is. do it. That's right. It's very doable and nothing better. I mean, anybody listening that has been in camping, been in the Boundary Waters, you know, very rarely do you get a stretch of weather where everything's perfect all the time. I mean, when you're cold and you're wet and you're, oh, you know, and I you're just... an exception. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got great weather. Right? I've got great weather every time I've been up there. Oh, good for you. How about the bugs? Uh, they don't bother me. No, because no. you're Finnish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. You yeah. know, you're usually tired enough in the evening that you go into and sleep it off when the bugs come out. That's right. That's right. Yeah, Any happens. final words, boys? This is great to have you over to the sauna here in South Minneapolis. Sauna talk. No, uh, I mean th- thank you again for the uh, for the invite. It's yeah. been a, a very pleasant uh, pleasant sauna and great company. Yeah. Really, I really enjoyed it. So thank you, Glenn. Yeah, my my pleasure. It's so great to have you guys. I love the kindred spirit. I love what you guys are up to. Risto, any final words? Yeah, sure. I want to thank you too, Glenn. It's been a great experience, and uh, you know, you guys out there, look us up on Facebook, Twitter, all these things, Instagram, social media. You know, look up Traveling Sauna One L, and uh, give us a shout out. Traveling Sauna One L again. I'll have links in the show notes, and uh, I encourage you guys to reach out. And if uh, hopefully this mobile sauna, this traveling sauna, will be by your town, and you'll get to come by and see what a, an authentic finished sauna will be like in your town. <laughs>